there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome aboard. We are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Uh, very busy. Two hours still coming up. We have Brad Powers, professional sports better, and uh, he'll join us every single week throughout the college football season on Thursdays. That's in a half an hour from right now. A lot to go over with Brad at that time. Mike Palm's going to be in studio. He is the VP of this great casino. That's in an hour. And uh, Paul Charching on the show a little bit later on. Uh, our producer, Luke, found a very cool market available to bet on at DraftKings where obviously you can find like teams the exactas, the finalists for the Super Bowl. But if you go all the way down when you're scrolling on either the DK app or the uh, website, go all as far as you can because after the Super Bowl, it pops up the finalists for the AFC and the NFC, which uh, phenomenal. I love that this is an option. And Paulie, if you're ever going to dive into something like this and bet it, how about this year? where the two best teams in terms of uh, power ratings, the Niners, now things can go wrong, we acknowledge that, but the Niners and Eagles to play in the NFC title game again this year, 8-1. to one. Is it... Uh, it's going to be pretty good to me. Is it too Captain Obvious yeah. here? Yeah. Too chalky? I think they're head and shoulders above the rest of the conference. And, As do I. I mean, this, I, I, you know, that game was close with Dallas, but uh, again... Good luck with McCarthy in a big game, but uh, certainly they have talent. But that's is Dallas going to win the division, though? And I know that going back to 2004 thing, where we haven't had a repeat champ, but that that seems like a good bet to me. Although I just got to get Bo saying, you know, they they, they Shan, will Shanahan saying all the right things. Like, you know, can you have them week one against Pittsburgh? But it's uh, two two talented teams, and it just. I mean, it's scary, the talent that they have well, on offense, both teams. And yeah, yeah, here's the thing, right? With the Eagles, even if they don't win their division, and certainly a path, absolute, the Cowboys are right behind them uh, next year. So the Cowboys could win that division. Come playoff time, though, it's going to be you know Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy then right. as the quarterback and head coach combo. And I think I'll take my chances with, with a team that made the Super Bowl last year. I don't really buy into the Super Bowl hangover um, when teams lose. Uh, I don't really think that that's been a thing when you go back over the recent years anyway. No, I think the Gannon thing's garbage, too. I don't think they'll miss him. I mean, they should have won the Super Bowl. He was atrocious in that game 
what they, you know, mine was elsewhere and you couldn't get a stop against Kansas City and some of the stuff that they, they were doing defensively. I mean, let's uh, be honest I, here, they gave that game away. Yes, and I don't, I, don't, uh, I don't think they missed Steichen either. I think that's a lot of Sirianni as well. So yeah. you know, maybe Hertz has a bigger and better year if that's possible. Uh, and I, rest assured, there will be some rumblings out of Dallas about what Schottenheimer's up to. I can tell you that. Oh, I'm, I'm absolutely uh, willing to bet on that for sure. So that, that to me just jumps off the page because, again, not, this doesn't happen every single year because the, a, the AFC is very tricky to come up with a bet because there are so many teams that I think could make yeah. you know, a run in the playoffs and just the power ratings here and how good these teams are, how deep it is at the top. Uh, to me, not really worth making a bet. But in the NFC... Absolutely. And now, again, looking at teams that could spoil that, maybe the Lions, of all things, hit for that team. They're, you know, If they win that division, get a home playoff game, and who knows? Uh, could they win you know, 11, 12 games to become the two seed? It's possible that that could happen. But outside of that, like, is it going to be the Vikings? Would it be the Packers? How about the Falcons or the Saints? Eh, as long shots? Upsets happen all the time, obviously. But, again taking my chances with a team like Philadelphia in the playoffs against Minnesota or San Francisco against Kirk Cousins yeah. and the Vikings, I'm okay with that. To actually win a game and then advance and then to meet, um, to go to the Super Bowl. Will Mahomes do it again? All five years as a starter, he's hosted the AFC title game. Oh, I mean, yeah. that is, that's sick. It's absurd if he can do it again. Oh, they're on that Brady-Patriots type level now. That's right. right? That's right. And if someone can dethrone them, and again, uh, as I wrote about in the guide, 27-3 and three against the division, and Andy Reid is, I think, won the division seven years in a row. So. Oh, yeah, I know, by the way, look, look at their losses at home in the AFC title game. Patriots, coin Over, flip. Overtime twice, yeah. Overtime, overtime good twice, yeah. Right, couldn't get the stop, right? And they blew a huge lead to the Bengals a couple years ago. Otherwise, that guy could have mm-hmm. five consecutive Super Bowl appearances. Jesus. So, so if you want the rematch of last year, it's 12-1 to 1 up at DraftKings. Bengals Chiefs, but I, I'd say the, one of the most, maybe the most anticipated NFL season that I can recall for me. I mean, Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, there's hype with the Jets. Can they finally make the playoffs for the first time in 12 years? Can Mahomes do it again? The AFC is so stacked. The Niners and Eagles, so good in the NFC. The Lions with expectations. What's going to happen in the NFC South? What happens now with Rodgers out? Can, can Love get it done? I mean, there's, there's so much going well, on here. And, so many, and the Cowboys should be good. I mean, Goodell's got to be loving this. So many uh, well, angles. To I, th- I thought last year was the most anticipated season that I can ever remember. This year is kind of a continuation of that. Because last year it was Russell Wilson of the Broncos. It was Tyreek Hill going to the Dolphins. Yep. We had so much player movement a year ago that it was so yep. fascinating. And this is kind of an extension of that for sure. And the AFC continues to be super deep at the top. And the NFC for the second consecutive year, you're like, eh, I'm not so sure here. Not a lot of uh, great teams coming out of the NFC. It's intriguing, though. You're right. Everything you just said, though. What, what, the, what does Green Bay look like? How, the hype with the Bears? How far, far off does Minnesota fall? What will the Giants look like? What happens with the Saints and the Falcons? And can Seattle get back there? Yeah. Are, are, you scared, again? are you scared of betting Green Bay futures just because so many people appear to be on this team? Yes. I mean, so many guys who work here in the guide have the win total over. Mm-hmm. So that, that would scare me. Um the Bears certainly are polarizing. And I know Stormy wrote about Vikings over, which that's a big drop-off, though. They still can't get the nine wins, mm-hmm. even though uh, every coin flip went their way. But they have to be better on defense. So, yeah, that I'm very concerned that everyone likes Green Bay over. Yeah, I just, I'm rooting for Love. I think he'll be good. But I think so, too. I think he'll be fine. Yeah, maybe LaFleur gets exposed as well. Who knows? I'm, just, I'm surprised, and I bet him over. I've bet the Packers several ways this year. One of which was I'm I'm on board with everybody else betting the seven and a half. I'm just their number is the same as Chicago, like I just and some of these other teams. No, people don't bring up how bad the defense was. It's atrocious. Uh, and they lost thirteen of their last fourteen games. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait till the season gets underway with uh, some places with these fire bets. Will the next play pass? Will the next play be a run or a pass? Will it result in a first down? Oh, it's all this stuff. You can parlay it. Okay. I mean, it's just crazy. So you know what the angle is here with that, right? It is where states have legalized sports betting with those books. Wow. If you go to the stadium live yeah. and you have the opportunity to bet fire bets, Paulie, as you just described what the next play is going to be, 
you can actually be a couple seconds ahead of the sports book. What play am I watching? I'll be so far behind with the YouTube. Well, that's the thing. Like if, you, right. if, you, if you're at the stadium live, yeah. you can do that. In theory, the problem might be with that. Uh, first of all, they might stop taking bets from you if you win over and over and over again, knowing that you're at the stadium. But also like getting bets uh, for, on a book on your app when 65,000 people are also there on their cell phones might be tricky with the reception overall. I've had pro- that's another reason why I don't like going to NFL games. I've had problems in the past with getting any connection whatsoever, even on like a 5G network. There's so many people on their phones. I can't I can't track my fantasy. I can't track other bets on a, on a busy Sunday. So that in theory you should be able to beat that those markets, but you might have a problem with the book actually accepting your bets. Uh, Patrick Maher, host here on the network in the afternoon. He gave out Jahan Dotson over 750 and a half receiving yards. I've been drafting Dotson in, I think I'm in up to like 11 leagues now in fantasy. What? Something like that. 11 leagues? It's it's around that number with more to come. I've drafted Dotson, I think, in two or three consecutive leagues now. Getting him mid, you know, um, I, I just, I think there's a lot to like with this guy. I even made the bet, but I can, I'm hoping it goes over based on, you know, drafting him in now in these leagues because there's a connection between Sam Howell okay. and the guy. And also, you know, I, li- I just I like their weapons overall. And I don't want to overreact to what Howell looked like in that preseason Monday night football game. But I think the kid can potentially play. And you got to like the yeah. addition of the enemy at offensive coordinator. No doubt. Um, Michael Lombardi uh, likes Washington over pointing out, hey, they can't win seven games. They won eight last year with Wentz and Heineke. And I know he's not a big Rivera fan pointing out he's well, only made the playoffs four times and only three times, three of those times he had a winning record. Uh, but also, but because I've never had so many futures on an NFL season because just how great the markets are, you know, and stuff you can add too. So like, you know, the players, like Williams, defensive player of the year, Wilson, the lead in receiving yards, Wilson, offensive player of the year. I, I went over nine and a half and under 10 and a half with the Ravens win total. Uh, Raiders under early. And then, plus, you're watching some of these teams in the preseason and thinking, oh, my God, Carolina's a mess. But before that, with the Taylor news and what's going on, and did you see Ballard's press conference? Yeah. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Yeah, that's... that's well, uh, he, he made a comment about you You lock up great players. Well, then the question was, why haven't you signed Taylor? Well, we won four games. doesn't make any sense. Yep. What does it have to do with the fact because he's so, just... Ursay's calling the shots, and, you know, if this is true, that, my, that the Colts asked for Waddle... Give me a break. Well, here, here's here's the story, Paulie. Here's the common narrative now from people like covering that team and like people around the NFL. The Colts specifically were asking for way too much, knowing that they were not going to get it. Or if a team would bite for it, they'd be like, oh, my God, for sure, we got to take this deal. But they knew that they would not get a waddle or several picks. So now Ursay is going to let the dust settle and he's going to swallow his pride and then sign Taylor. I saw that take off yesterday really? from people like NFL oh, network I'd people saying like that's that. okay. I'll be surprised by that. Well, that's what they were throwing out okay. there. Plus two fifty. <laughs> I'll take the plus two fifty on that. How yeah. about the Packers with a surprise team? Yeah. The other team in this. Yeah. Why would that team be involved? Wow. Right. Yeah. Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon. What would they give up? This is a team that never makes moves. That's right. Well, the GM's on the hot seat. I mean, he knows that too. Certainly, if they win six games and five games, and Love doesn't look good, he could be looking for work. Oh, I wonder if Michael Lombardi buys that report. Yeah, sure. Okay. True. Uh, today's Major League Baseball card coming up next here on VSIN. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Get rewarded before you ever place a bet with the G-Bank Visa Signature Card. Unlike other credit cards that decline sports betting transactions or treat them as a cash advance, the G-Bank Visa Signature Card can load directly to your favorite sportsbook apps. You learn a 1% cash rewards on gaming and sports app loads every time and 2% on other purchases. G-Bank Visa Card designed for gaming and sports fans everywhere. Works with apps like DraftKings, BetMGM, and Caesars. To learn more, go to g.bank slash G dot bank slash visa all right a couple other things here in the nfl before we get into uh, today's major league baseball card two books here in las vegas have uh, moved the chiefs down to six against the lions next week week from tonight chris jones related what do you think could be i mean you think kansas city could be even better on offense which is oh, scary. there are many reasons to believe that yeah i think sky Moore has a big year yeah, but the, the it, fact a, that Jordan yeah. uh, Ross made the um, roster, who was uh-huh. a complete stud at Clemson. Yep. Rashi Rice, the way that he looked in the preseason. Mahomes, probably, uh, this this guy has, he, there's no letdown with him. He's Tom Brady all, all over again with a better skill set. Yeah. So they're down to six there. To me, they're going to be very popular on Moneyline parlays. How are they not? Yeah. Well, it's another one, though. Again, Detroit was really struggled defensively. And that's, they, well, they get stops. And Goff was awesome. And can he do it again? Sure. And to, to piggyback what you were saying, making week one bets based on what you saw in the preseason, uh, this is another one from our updated guide, uh, vcin.com slash subscribe to get it today, become a member, vcin pro. Uh, Matt Humans, host here on the network, bet and gave out Raiders plus four and a half against the Broncos. Now, I was waiting. I was hoping this number was going to be like three in contests, which it won't be because I wanted to play the Broncos, but I've kind of come around the other way here as well. The reason why is because Peyton, first game, um, going to have the team completely fired up, have to get that stench off of what happened last year with Hackett as the head coach. And in September, the Broncos take teams out to the woodshed. It's happened over and over and over again. You're playing at altitude in September where it's crazy hot and you're not used to it, but it's drifted out now to four and a half. And the I don't know. I mean, based on what happened in the preseason, do you really want to lay four and a half points with the Broncos at home? Nah, or, or do you, yeah. do you, do you, I mean, do you have to kind of see it to believe it with well, this team? Yeah, I think it's a tough one because I think the Raiders are going to be awful and it's going to be a long year for Jimmy G. But um, I would look over there. I think we'll see points. The Bron- Broncos might be just as bad. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they finished behind the Raiders last year in the division. Well, I'll trust Peyton. Uh, I know that. Hall of Fame coach and the big upgrade going from Hackett to Peyton. And uh, I'll ride with Lombardi. Short leash. So if it goes sideways early, Stidham, you're up. Let's go. But I could see I could see points in that game. But a good late game to start. All right. Uh, today's Major League Baseball card, we only have four games, one of which um, is a potential preview of the National League Championship Series. Braves are playing at the Dodgers. It's uh, Spencer Strider going against Lance Lynn. They are the uh, listed pitchers as we speak. Well, again, Strider did not go at Coors last night. But he's going to go in game one at the Dodgers. And this offense is just blowing up any pitcher in their way. 
And look at this. How many times are you going to see the Dodgers plus money at home yep. in a game? I agree with it. Uh, Strider has been awesome the last three starts. And this is uh, for the one seed. It's a big four-game set. Atlanta has 87 wins. The Dodgers have 83. The Orioles have 83. And Atlanta at William Hill, Caesars, minus $7 to finish with the best record in baseball and have the, mo- the most wins prop is 104 and a half. Dodgers lead the season series 2-1. to one. Your probables tomorrow are Freed and Urias, Elder against Undecided, and Morton against Miller on Sunday. But I also will say be careful what you wish for. You don't throw them in Coors, and now you're holding them back and throwing them against the Dodgers here, and that scary lineup. But certainly this, uh, this Braves team can, can rake. And you, as you said yesterday, because he was supposed to go and then scratched, this is uh, he he they won his last start, but he was roughed up against the Red Sox. So the regression coming for Lynn, they are five and zero in his starts. But I like the Braves. Yeah. OK, so, yeah, here's the deal overall with Lynn in those five starts so far since coming over from the White Sox. The ERA looks great. It's two point zero three, but a, a truer number on that. The FIP fielding independent is a four point six nine with Lance Lynn. He's been lucky. The batting average of balls in play is 244, which is way below league average. And his uh, stranded rate, left on base rate is 97.6%. So that's not going to continue. If the Braves get guys on tonight, you would think they're going to get some of those guys home. A 7.55 K per nine rate is not great. And he's allowing nearly two home runs per nine. So that said, I, I can't lay a dollar 42 with, Strider and the Braves because the Dodgers get to every pitcher. Doesn't matter. You how, can, may, how can they put up an eight with these two offenses? Oh, I, I have to bet yeah, the over in yes, this game. Have to. Th- th- I have to. Yeah. And if it's a two-one final, okay, then the woes continue this year in Major League Baseball. Yeah, right. For me personally, but um, and it's also very big. Here's the deal, right? Uh, with Strider, what if he's awesome in this game and it's one of his last three performances? Let's say it's seven innings. Five hits, one or two runs, and he strikes out nine. First of all, his K-prop tonight is seven and a half, and it's juice like minus 150 to the over on that. But if he does what I just said he did, he's going to turn into the favorite. He probably should be the rightful favorite right now to win the Cy Young. I think you and I might be a little bit different on this. But his overall numbers, mm-hmm. I know the ERA, he's had some, what, three or four bad starts on the year. But overall, the other numbers are absolutely fantastic. Now, Steele was so good the other night for the Cubs. And I made a comment the other day, I can't see him winning the award. I changed my tune on that. I had to add Steele yesterday a little bit at 15 to 1 to back up other bets that I have. My big boy on Blake Snell and the other one on Spencer Strider. I've been fading Zach Gallen the entire year. If he wins the award, then I lose everything. But Steele's numbers are too good to ignore. And if he finishes somewhat close to what he did the other night... As, as, as impossible as this might seem, remember, folks, only three players can make it to the finalists. They name finalists before they announce the winner, and it's three people from each category. Steele somehow has to crack his way into the top three. He's got to beat out either Gallon, Strider, and Snell. That seems borderline impossible, but he's good enough to do it, and then he's got to beat all the other guys. But just to have some insurance here, I had to make a smaller bet on Steele to back it up, and hopefully I lose that bet, and uh, one of the other two guys wins it. But it's very intriguing here. This market, to me, by far and away, is the best one remaining in baseball in terms of awards. Yes. it's the Cole was great again yesterday. Uh, now, is any place going to put up AL MVP back up? But what's going on with that? Good question. I haven't seen it anywhere. No one has it up. No. Can anybody... So can anybody steal it? No, but I, I want to see what the prices are. I mean, even if he even if he doesn't come back, I don't I don't care. He's done enough. What would you lay with Otani? Would you lay minus a thousand? I did that two years ago. Yeah. I, I think it's over. You think it's Absolutely. over no matter what you would lay a thousand. Oh, Forty five home runs, whatever. Yes. He's gotta win it. Yes. It has to be him. What he did with the yes. That's that's the thing, right? I've been going back and forth with a bunch of people like who can win the Cy Young. I don't think voters really look at wins anymore as a metric. You're right, in right. the Cy Young race. And I don't think voters also look at team record. For example, Garrett Cole is minus 250 this morning to win the Cy Young. Well, they're, they're probably a last place team, right? Look at Otani. They took the MVP numbers off the board weeks ago, and the Angels have been a disaster. And they have like no yeah. chance to make the playoffs. Yeah. 
So, like, overall team record and wins by a pitcher, I, I don't... I mean, that changed when Felix Hernandez won it. He won, what, 13 That's games? Right. That's right. One other game to mention. Well, actually, two to mention. Just tie it in. Giants-Padres. I don't know what the Giants are doing for a starter. Padres, it's awful. Uh, 62 and 72. How about this? They're 10 games under 500. They're plus 54 run differential. 6 and 22 in one-run games. The Marlins are a game under 500. They're minus 60 run differential. 28 and 12 in one-run games. Oh, my God. You imagine flipping wow. that? Wow. Right. They are last call for the Marlins. They go against the Nats and the Don, who somehow it was solved the last time out after going one and twelve last year. And who's going to get that other playoff spot? The third wild card in the National League. The Cubs are two to one. The Giants are plus two sixty. Arizona four to one. Reds six to one. Uh, Giants a dollar fifteen to make the playoffs. If the Reds can survive this next week, the schedule's easy at yeah. the back end, and the Reds have a. Huge series against the Cubs, starting with a doubleheader tomorrow. So it's still, yeah, I'd say Phillies and then the Cubs, but I think it's wide open there still for that third wild card. So the NL Central might get three teams in. Still possible, unlikely, but still possible. I mean, because that? that red schedule is easy the rest yeah. of the way if they can, you know, win some games here against the Cubs and the the tough series that they have coming up. But yeah, by the way, I think it's Saturday night or Saturday the Giants get Blake Snell. Yes. So, what was that yesterday? Yeah. You can't get anything off Hunter Green. I couldn't believe it. The guy's been arguably the worst pitcher in baseball. Yep. One of those days. Yep. One of those days in baseball. Yep. Also, um, got a tip yesterday that looking ahead to the schedule, Mariners play against the Reds next week. It might be Weaver versus Green. That guy's going to be in the rotation. I don't, I mean, that's if they have to go with him one more time. I'm just saying it's potential. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh, boy. All right. Uh, professional sports better Brad Powers will join the show coming up next. We'll find out who he likes tonight and which other numbers he likes for week one coming up on Follow the Money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money on Visa. Our updated NFL betting guides out today. Picks from every on-air host. Football contest strategies. Great job by Michael Lombardi. Players to watch on every team and what he saw in the preseason. If you want the best and most comprehensive collection of picks, predictions, and previews, become a VEASAN Pro subscriber for as low as $19 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription. Bet smarter all year long. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Every Thursday throughout the season, Professional sports better Brad Powers is going to join the show. He's on Twitter at Brad Powers 7. The website is bradpowersports.com. Good morning, Brad. Thanks for the time as always. How are you? Excellent. Finally, uh, we're here. College Football Thursday. We finally made it to yes, the sir. big game. Yeah, we'll get into that and uh, some of the schedule that we have tonight. First, uh, how did you approach totals here in week one after what you saw in week zero? I know these numbers have been on the board for a long time, but also what have you noticed market wide with the totals? Yeah, so I'm gonna, first off, I'm going to say that last week wasn't a big enough sample size mm-hmm. of seven games to, to make, you know, I don't want to be rushing the judgment. Although I will say it, it was more impactful than I expected, uh, certainly. With that being said, I mean, the seven lined FBS games last week, uh, we, we, we weren't far off from the, the overs going four and three. So of all the, the, the limited plays and the new clock rules, we still could have very easily seen the overs come out on top. I'll also say this. I'm not sure it was a good sample size to begin with, because when you're looking in terms of tempo, none of the teams that played out of the 14 FBS teams that played last week, none of them were in the top 30 as far as tempo last season. So I, I don't think we got a good variety as far as teams to go. Yeah. With that being said, mm-hmm. people are going to, you know, they're going to overreact to what they just saw, because that's the only d- data points that we have for 2023. And we have seen it impact the market even this week. Even though the lines have been up for months, we have seen now out of the 45 lined FBS versus FBS games, 35 of the 45 games have seen under money, meaning whatever it opened at, it's lower than what it uh, is right now. How about uh, some big moves too? Nine point move on the NC State total. Big move on the Hawaii total. I mean, some of these are you talk the Minnesota total going from 47 down to 42 and a half. Huge moves on these games. 
Yeah, and the, these are Thursday-Friday games that have gotten more action because they're getting played either tonight or tomorrow. So I would expect that more to be the same on Saturday's games. But, it, you know, looking at the, the NC State-Connecticut game, that's one where I, I think I'm going to talk myself into playing a little bit over because NC State's, uh, you know, dramatically changing their offense. They're going to throw the football consistently uh, with Brennan Armstrong and, and Robert and I. So that one I disagree with, at least at the current number. Don't disagree with the original money on the under, but that's one where my numbers are showing some slight value there. Uh, Hawaii Stanford, as far as that one, makes sense. Even though we saw Hawaii, you know, have a higher scoring game last week. They did not run hardly any place uh, as far as tempo. And then also wind looks like it's going to be a factor. 20 plus mile an hour winds on the island. OK, but do you agree with the line moves in those two games where NC State's now down to 14? It looks like painted across the screen and this move on Hawaii. Are books getting any money whatsoever on Stanford? Do you agree with that move? So I have original positions on both uh, dogs there, Connecticut plus 18. Uh, but. No, I play numbers, not teams. So right, right. at 14 right now, I would lay it with NC State. I made it 15 and a half. So right now, I think that that's moved too much. Same thing with Hawaii Stanford. Have Hawaii plus 10 and a half. Nobody cares about that. They want to care about what do I, I think of the line right now. I'm going to wait. Let's see if a three pops up on Stanford. If that's the case, I'm laying three with Stanford. That would be my preferred position because I, I think people forget. That was a delayed game last week uh, yeah. against Vanderbilt. They didn't get home till super late. Hell, the game didn't get over till midnight Eastern. And now you're talking about a short week. And I've, I mentioned this trend line. Uh, last 20 years, if you have played a game and your opponent hasn't, the, the, the team that hasn't played a game yet is 55% against the spread. We're talking 400-plus game sample size since 2000. It's better to have film on your opponent than actually have played an, uh, an actual game. That's massive. So go. at this stage of the game, would you like Stanford minus three or make that a bigger bet than Hawaii plus 10 and a half? I would not. I mean, I'm I'm a CLV guy. I'm, I, I hate to throw all that away. Uh, <laughs> touchdown. So I, I would play back right now. The, 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 the goal is to play back 25, 30 percent okay. on Stanford. Yeah. How about this game tonight? And it straightened me out if I'm wrong on this, but I think reading your newsletter, you, you, did you make Central Florida 30? Is that I did. So okay. I, that's about as big of a power ratings disparity as I have right now in week one. Uh, it's tough price in Kent State. Zero returning starters on offense. I've been doing this 15 years. I don't can't remember any team offensively or defensively have zero returning starters. They did bring in some transfers. So I, I don't think all is broken there. But with some suppressed scoring, uh, I want to be on the take. I don't want to be laying points, at least uh, until we figure out how much this uh, the new clock rules are going to affect things. So give me Kent State because of my power ranks and because of the new rules, plus 35 and a half tonight. That's worth a bet. Okay. And what, what do you expect out of Nebraska and Minnesota? Uh, and what rule can do now in his first game taking over Nebraska? And we just talked about a five-point move on the under. Yeah, I, I'm going to lay it even with the, the, again, suppressed scoring and not not wild about laying a touchdown in a conference game week one with a total of 43. But I just think matchup-wise, Minnesota's front against an undersized Nebraska defensive front. And, and look, Matt Rule for the, I think, long-term picture, great hire. Short-term, I mean, we saw it at Tampa. We saw it at Baylor. Even though he eventually turned those programs around, year one was a nightmare uh, at both of those spots. So I just think Minnesota's so much further along. I'll lay it with the Gophers. Paul, the money. Beeson, the Sports Betting Network, Paulie and Mitch, every Thursday during the football season, the great Brad Powers. He's part of Matt Human's Friday football uh, invitational as well at Brad Powers 7 on Twitter, bradpowersports.com. Pick up his newsletter as well, one of the most transparent bettors out there. Shows you all his tickets. Okay, the big one tonight, Florida and Utah. Doesn't look good for Rising. I can't imagine he plays. I think you have 10. uh, You took 10 with Florida a while back. Fill us in on the backups and the second and the third string expected to go. What Winningham said. What do you? What's your take now? Where the lines at? And we're not expected to see rising. Yeah. So let's start off with how much I feel Cam Rising is worth to the point spread. I think he was worth four and a half points from him to the backup. The backup was expected to be Brandon Rose. I think that was the game plan almost all camp until. Uh, you know, Brandon Rose got hurt early in fall camp, and, and now they're going to be playing with the third string kid in Bryson Barnes. And in fact, the four string kid is also going to get snaps for, for a change of pace 
Uh, as far as Nate Johnson, he's more of a, a dual threat type of kid. Barnes has played. He started last year against Washington State, led him to a win there. He also led a touchdown drive, a key touchdown drive in the fourth quarter in the Rose Bowl a couple of years ago against the Buckeyes. But still, we're talking about a former walk-on. So a significant downgrade uh, from, from rising to Barnes would be five and a half points as far as a power rating. And then you throw in Keithy not playing at tight end. Yes. Uh, you know, a top 15 tight end in the country. Look, non-quarterbacks don't move the line too much, but he is their best weapon on the outside in the receiving and the passing attack. So he's worth a half point. So the downgrade's about six points. Uh, Ten was out there at Circa. So now we're 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 talking. We're pretty close to to, to where the line is now. I would lean with Florida. Uh, I just I question Utah's ability now against what I expect to be an improved defense for Florida. I don't like the wide receivers for Utah to, to be able to beat press man coverage, even though I hate Graham Mertz. Uh, <laughs> I, I think they had they showed enough last year against Utah in the run game uh, where, where they had more than 200 yards. I'm going to lean Florida tonight. Also lean under because I, I just I think it's a slug fest. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would not be shocked at 17, 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that number also moved from around 47 recently down to where it's at right now, about 44. So for the person who's checking out the show right now and they're very excited to have college football back and they want to make a bet, um, you would actually t- say still bet Florida or would you say at this point, you know, what, you might want to pass or plenty of other games on the board this weekend. Uh, pizza bet, Florida, nothing. I'm talking little Caesars, hot and ready takeout. No, nothing like take oh. the family out to the f- a fancy pizza joint. Okay. Very okay. low then. Very low. What are you hearing on McNamara with Iowa? Yeah, I'm hearing he's likely not to play, uh, you know, per, you know, outside of, you know, the national reporters working for ESPN thinking that he's going to play. I've heard the opposite. And we've seen it reflected in the market. I mean, you guys have the appropriate show name, follow the money. Yep. Well, I mean, I don't need Pete Thamel to tell me if he's going to play or not. Let's just follow the money. And we've seen some money come in on a Utah State team that pros like myself don't like at all this year. Uh, when you're seeing game week, that line drop a couple of points. That tells you something that Cade McNamara likely isn't going to play for Iowa. Okay. Um, some other games that you like for week one. We mentioned Kent State plus the points tonight. You like Michigan State minus the points this weekend? I do. I think there's way too much negativity around Michigan State right now. And look, I get some of it. I think the Mel Tucker hire uh, as far as the contract extension was a bad one. Uh, it's not good that they lost you know, two of their best players post-spring in their quarterback and their wide receiver. But I think matchup-wise, it's specific to this game. I question Central Michigan's ability in the, in the, in the pass attack to take advantage of what Michigan State's uh, weaknesses on defense. I think Michigan State dominates up front on both sides of the line of scrimmage. Pull away in the second half. I'll lay it with Michigan State minus 14. Very cool. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, professional sports better Brad Powers. He's on Twitter at BradPowers7. BradPowersports.com is the website. He's going to stick around for one more segment. Uh, we'll run down some other bets that he likes for week one and also win total still on the board. If he likes any numbers at all at this stage of the game, that's coming up here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. NFL season in a week. Get in on the action. DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app before the season starts. Use code FOLLOW. Get $200 in bonus bets. DraftKings Sportsbook code FOLLOW. Bonus bets expire seven days after they're issued. DKNG.com slash football for terms and responsible gaming. Eligibility restrictions apply. We continue talking college football with professional sports better Brad Powers. Website is bradpowersports.com on Twitter at bradpower7. Before we get into more bets that you like for week one, uh, your takeaways from week zero, any adjustments that you made, maybe to Navy after that performance, or USC with what the defense looked like again? Yeah, obviously the biggest downgrade uh, would be Navy. Uh, although I will caveat this. If you go back through, and this was probably a missed opportunity for me, um, not to bet Notre Dame. Navy has been a really slow starter the last three, four years. Not only the BYU game on that COVID season, but they've lost to Delaware outright. Marshall crushed them in a season opener. So I, I didn't downgrade them, you know, as much as what, you know, a 39 point loss when they, it was probably worse than that. Uh, when you're only a 20 point dog, usually I have a downgraded team like that a couple points. So about a point, point and a half. And that, that was it. That was my biggest downgrade. Uh, so I, I, I try not to overreact to just one game sample size. You mentioned USC. Yeah, it was just, you know, we, what we call uh, Mott's more of the same defensively. I, I just there was a couple of things that really bothered me uh, about that performance. And look, you can talk about the counting stats, the 28 points, the nearly 400 yards. But there was a couple, two plays. Number one, uh, you know, early in the game, Cordero picked up a third and 22. Nobody on that side of the field around him he gained 30 yards. Mm-hmm. I, it's just unacceptable. And then we mentioned this uh, during the break. I mean, I don't know how you have a, a broke down in coverage right before the half. Ten seconds before the half, you allow a 30-yard touchdown. I mean, that's just – look, I, I think USC is the best team in the Pac-12. But that is – what I saw last Saturday is not good enough to win a playoff game. I'll put it that yep. way. Totally agree. Okay. How about the biggest game this weekend? Uh, your stance, any positions that you've taken on LSU and Florida State? Early on in the process, I took a little piece on the under. have not gotten to the window yet on the side. Wanted three. It was out there for like a week maybe, uh, and it got taken away, I want to say late May, early June, as far as Florida State. Everything that I've read so far in fall camp uh, has me leaning more towards the Florida State side. It's just been a cleaner camp for them on the injury front. Uh, you know, just from a day, you know, look, I'm on the locker room. I, I'm speculating here, but from a team chemistry, I mean, we have the LSU's had fights and whatnot. You know, they've had to throw a kick, kick a kid off the, the, the team. Uh, I just, they've been injured at running back. Although those kids, a lot of those kids would be healthy. I just, I, I haven't liked what I've read from LSU, Florida state. I have, uh, and I think, look, this is the fourth time in four years that Mike Norvell and Brian Kelly have faced each other going back when Kelly was at Notre Dame. Norvell's 3-0 and against the spread against him. I think he's outcoached Kelly all three times. And I, I like some of the unique weapons that Norvell has this year. He's going to use multiple tight ends. He hasn't really had a single tight end at Florida State his, his first three years. Now he's going to use multiple tight ends. I, I just think he's got a little bit more pieces uh, and trinkets offensively that, that, that'll catch LSU off guard. How about Coastal? I, I, I think Florida State wins outright. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about Coastal Carolina against UCLA late game? Kind of like the under. What worries me is, you know, UCLA is going to play three quarterbacks, so they're going to continue to run the offense throughout the, the, the course of the game. But, man, that's a lot of points. 
uh, for, I think UCLA's defense is a little bit better than expected. I think Coastal Carolina's offensive philosophy is going to take a major downturn from Jamie Chadwell to uh, Tim Beck. So under for me, have not gotten involved on the side. You have a big bet on Ohio State, Indiana over. I shame on Tom Allen. I'm not going to tell you who my kicker is. Okay, competitive advantage. Thanks a lot, Tom. Uh, but what your thoughts on, on the, the game and Ohio State's quarterback situation? Yeah, the quarterback situation is the main major reason why I took over. It's because the, the foot's not off the gas pedal uh, in the second half. When you have two competing quarterbacks mm. and that are both going to play, mm. th- that's a major reason why I bet the over there. Shame on me. I took a, I talk about good numbers. I took a bad number on Indiana. I bet them plus 28 and plus 28 and a half. Markets disagreed with me. Okay. Uh, Tennessee was an awesome story last year. They get Virginia here to begin the season. They're laying four touchdowns. Too many, uh, all things considered, with what they lost? Yeah, I think so. Uh, <laughs> my power ranks certainly call for it, although I hate Virginia this year. Uh, Underwind total was one of my favorite bets that I made. Uh, don't like the talent level there, but again, four touchdowns is expecting Tennessee week one to hit the ground running. And I just, I, I don't, I think Milton's too inconsistent for me. Uh, Hendon Hooker was, you know, boom, bang, up and down the field yep. consistently where, I, I think Milton's going to give you a couple of the big wow throws, but then he'll, he'll go and have a couple of bad possessions where they're going three and out. And if the clock's running on the other side, I, I don't want to be laying four touchdowns. You have several win totals that you bet. I mean, you've been jumping all over the country uh, during the su- summer. And uh, uh, what some of the best win totals that you like that are still out there? So I didn't bet any this week, but last week I did bet three that were showing value. Can't one of them was Hawaii, so that looks much better than than, yeah. than what I expected. I, I don't think they're allowing you to rebet now that they've started the season there. Uh, App State over six and a half was one I made. I, I think they could be the best team in their side of the division, uh, and they're kind of you know for a team and program that's been you know the kind of the the flag bearer of the conference. I think they're kind of getting overlooked by by you know, the teams out of the West that had good years a year ago. And Coast Carolina's getting talked up. Marshall's getting talked up. Everyone's forgetting about App State over six and a half. And I got to tell you, my favorite bet that I made in the last two weeks was Utah under eight and a half wins mm-hmm. uh, because. I expected Cam Rising not to play against Florida, and that go that win that win expectancy in that game goes from you know seventy five percent down to fifty five sixty percent. So that that changes the win total, and then I'm not sure he's going to be ready next week. They're on the road at Baylor, yeah. So that game goes from them slight favorite, maybe to slight dog. So just those two games alone changes their win total half win. So I, I went from not really betting it to under eight and a half. Love it. What a what a way to start their oh, season, by the way. God, yes. And on top of that, the Pac-12 is the best it's been in years, and they get that schedule to deal with too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're, they're not avoiding the the big boys are all playing one another in the Pac-12 yep. this year, so they're not skipping Washington and Oregon. With reasonable juice, you know, with all your shopping around, you have Minnesota over six and a half and under seven and a half, and UConn over four and a half and under five and a half. How many t- instances did you do something like that? Uh, 25 different <laughs> ones where I, I, I took uh, two different positions on an individual team's total. Uh, and look, I don't think people understand how much a half win's worth. 70 cents. So a full win, do the math. Uh, I mean, it's it's worth quite a bit, especially if you're not laying too much juice. Yeah. What should we expect? This might be the most difficult question for anybody to answer. What should we expect from Colorado this weekend when they get TCU? Who the hell knows? That's, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's I, probably the only thing I, you can say. Yeah, I mean, and it's a game where I bet both teams. I mean, play numbers. I laid 17 and a half in April on TCU. Took 21 and a half because I kind of liked what I was saw offensively for Colorado uh, during the, the, this fall camp. But, I mean, I... I wouldn't be a bit surprised it's a three-point game in the fourth quarter or it's a 35-point blowout for TCU. Yeah. So it's it's a very high-variance game, probably the biggest high-variance of the entire weekend. Yeah, I, I think yeah. the only thing that would shock me would be a Colorado blowout. Yeah. Blowout win? Yes, that would be, that'd yeah, be yeah, the yeah, one yeah, thing yeah. here that would yeah, shock I don't, me. don't see that. I think TCU roster-wise, and they've talked about this, they think this is one of their most talented rosters that they've ever had. It's got to be the most polarizing team. The public keeps betting the win total over, and every pro like you is under and said, how are they going to win four games? There's no way it's going to happen. Yeah, it's not like I didn't give them the benefit of the doubt either. I have upgraded Colorado's power rating as much as any team in the country. So I just... I don't see. I think a good season is four and eight for Colorado. People don't understand. They were not only the worst power five team last year, 
Historically, they were one of the worst power five teams in, in the last three decades in college football. Great job. Yeah. Great to have you back. Good luck this weekend, and we'll do it every Thursday. Appreciate it. Hey, sounds good. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, go. Brad. Pro Sports Better, Brad Powers. Brad Powers 7 on Twitter, bradpowersports.com, and it'll be part of Matt Eumann's Friday football contest. For sure. And, and by the way, look at that total in the TCU game, 63 yeah. and a half. I was looking at the uh, you like over. Uh, it's been bet up from 59. Yeah, so like a lot of, um, some of these are big, big time moves. I like the I was looking at the Louisiana Tech SMU again to what you said with the misleading box score. Uh, LSU, uh, excuse me, Louisiana Tech with the turnovers. And I would think SMU and Louisiana Tech would be high scoring. Set. Yeah, La Tech, they won by five. Uh, dominated yards, 450 to 182 and 333 to four. No joke to four yards in the air. Mm-hmm. And they only won by five points. So that was, um, yeah, to his point, like only seven games last weekend. So very, very small sample size. But it was a lot of uh, a lot of junk takeaways, you know, between yeah, these. Know. Uh, yeah, the Jacksonville State was a tough watch. UTEP, I think, minus three in a turnover battle there. Yeah, but I'm, the, yeah, I, I don't mean so, ba- so much yeah. as like the teams are that bad. I'm talking about like what actually happened in the games and like to, yeah. to take anything away from them. Yeah. Uh, very strange outcomes based yeah. on what happened in the box yes. score. And Navy was a joke after the first drive. The VP of this great casino, Mike Palm in studio, coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare 